Today, you are going to be hearing a sermon from one of our ministers here on staff. We hope this word blesses you, and remember that we love and appreciate your time here. Now, let's hear what the Lord has for you today. opportunity to just worship you and praise you but now lord we begin to open up our our ears and our hearts to receive your word today in the name of jesus we all shout and say amen and amen all right before you sit down high five your neighbor turn to your other neighbor and say i'm sorry i didn't pick you first <laughs> All right, you all may be seated, and thank you for those that are watching online for tuning in and uh, being here um, this evening and as well watching. Well, let's get right into the Word of God. You can open your Bibles over to the book of 2 Kings chapter 20, 2 Kings chapter 20, and uh, I believe today, this Word today, I uh, will speak to you as it spoke to me as I read this scripture and read it a couple of months back and um, just really didn't know how to, you know, puzzle it together. But um, I'm believing in God today that that as I minister this word today, that your heart is open because I believe that all of us in this place, we have come to a place of our lives where either you're in a position where you think Maybe you're in an impossible situation in your life. You think maybe something can't be resolved. Maybe you think a, a healing can't take place or your marriage can't be restored. Or maybe you feel that your, your prodigals, your, your son, your daughter, uh, that is far, far away from God, you don't think it's possible that God can reach out and, and touch them. And I'll give you my title now. And the title that I want to minister on is today is anything is possible had like four titles and i ended up with anything is possible so uh it is so before i read you the the scripture um in second kings chapter 20 uh went to a a football game uh recently and um not a big nfl fan but i am a a a college football fan, and sports have really watered down where players and coaches cry because they didn't make the right call. In the recent years, um, sports have this challenge where you can challenge a play, you can challenge and, you, know, um, you know, something that, that they didn't like on the field, a call that was made. And I realized um, watching that game that, that the flag that the, the coach will throw out on the field for football, that flag of that decision when the referee goes and looks at the replay and looks at that, it does something to that game. And I don't know if your team lost by a call or your team lost or won by a call. And when that challenge is out there, when they challenge that call, when they challenge that play, it changes the atmosphere 
of that entire game. You can literally be losing the, and that play or that, that challenge can change the whole demeanor of, of that team, that coach. Sometimes it's either a win or sometimes it's either a loss. And this is what we're going to see in this scripture. And I want you to picture that for a very moment right now. And the Bible says these words in the book of 2 Kings chapter 20, starting with verse 1. It says, in those days, Hezekiah became very ill and was at a point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Ezra, went to him and said, this is what the Lord says. Put your house in order because you're going to die and you will not recover. I don't know about you, but if a prophet came to me and is telling me that I'm about to die and you will not recover, I don't know about you, but I, I, that's some, something really hard to swallow. And I think this is a point of our lives where you have probably have heard some news to your life where something is going to happen to you and you're not going to recover. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. I love what he says in verse 3. He says, remember the Lord. Remember, Lord, how I walked with you before you faithfully and wholeheartedly devoted and have done what you, and is good in your eyes. I believe all of us have said that prayer to God where a situation has come over our lives and we pray to God and say, God, haven't you seen me tithe? Haven't you seen me come to church? Haven't you seen me walk with you? Haven't you seen me do so many things in my life? And how can I come to a place of my life where death is about to take place. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Before Isaiah had, le had left in the middle court, the word of the Lord came to him. Go back and tell Hezekiah, the ruler of the people, this is what the Lord, the Lord God of your father David says, I have heard your prayer and I have seen your tears. I will heal you on the third day. From now you will go up to the temple of the Lord. I will add 15 years to your life. And I will deliver you in this city of the hand of the king of Aresa. And I will defend this city for my sake, for the sake of my servant. Then Isaiah said to him, prepare an ointment of figs. They did this and applied it to the boils then so that he can recover. Hezekiah had asked, what will be the sign from the Lord will heal me and that I will go into the temple of the Lord on the third day from now. Isaiah answered him, this is the Lord's sign to you. The Lord will do what he has promised. Shall the shadow go forward 10 steps or, or shall it go back 10 steps? This is a choice that you want to see. Either the shadow is going to go forward or it's going to go backwards. Verse 10, it's simple matter for the shadow to go down forward 10 steps, said Hezekiah, rather it go back 10 steps. Then the prophet said, Isaiah called to the Lord, and the Lord made the shadow go back 
then 10 steps had gone down the steroid. I love this scripture. It's a lot, and I want to just dig down really deep here today. And if I don't finish this sermon today, I'll just go ahead and make this a part two the next time I preach sometime. But as you begin to look at this scripture, you begin to look at the prayer, you begin to look what the the prophet of Isaiah is saying. He is saying, this is your choice. This is your choice. uh, Your choice of what healing that you want to take place in your life. Uh, And I've come to realizing uh, that in my life today, uh, I have realized uh, that uh, decision making, uh, that we don't even realize what making decisions are uh, that begins to come into place of our lives. Uh, And what I mean by that is that uh, when the devil lies to you or when you see facts in front of you, uh, you begin to accept what's in front of you. Listen to me carefully because I believe that we have come to a place of our lives. Uh, Yes, Jesus is coming back soon. Uh, Yes, uh, there are the signs uh, of biblical times of what we see. Uh, But I'm here today to tell you uh, it does not mean for us to freeze uh, and to accept uh, what is right before our eyes. Uh, What you see on your checking account, yes, it may be negative, uh, but don't cry yourself to sleep and begin to think uh, that this is the way it will be all the time. Uh, don't look at your marriage and begin to say uh, there is no healing. There is nothing that's going to take place in my marriage. Uh, don't look at your children and say they'll always be this way. Uh, we have come to a place of our lives uh, that we accept uh, what is right before our eyes. Uh, the devil has lied to you so much uh, that you believe the lie. Uh, you believe what is taking place. Uh, what I love about this scripture of Hezekiah the prophet began to come to him and let him know uh, that yes you are sick uh, and that you will be you are going to die uh, and there is no recovery of or over it Uh, if that was you uh, if you were in Hezekiah's shoes uh, if you were in his circumstance uh, would you go ahead and plan your funeral Uh, some of us have already planned our funeral uh, where you begin to just have a headache Uh, you just have high blood blood pressure. Uh, I understand death and I understand sickness uh, but some of us uh, have come to a place of our lives uh, where you have accepted uh, what has been told to you. Uh, You have accepted uh, what the circumstances there. Uh, What I love about Hezekiah is that he turned his face. uh, He turned to the wall uh, and he wept bitterly uh, before God. Uh, He wept before God. Uh, He cried out to God. Uh, He named everything that he did uh, for God. Uh, I walked with you. Uh, I prayed with you. Uh, I did what you wanted me to do. Uh, And I don't believe uh, that this is the time. Uh, I don't believe that this is my time to go, God. Uh, So do something uh, to do uh, what you gotta do in my life. Uh, I'm here today to tell you and preach to you today. Uh, I don't know what you're facing. Uh, I don't know what you're going through. Uh, I don't know if you've been laying in bed uh, thinking uh, well this is it. Uh, This is all it will be. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, that what God did for Hezekiah he can do for you. Uh, God gave him 15 more years uh, and I'm here today to tell you uh, you don't have to die 
in the circumstance that you're going through. You see, every coach understands, uh, yeah, we may be losing the game. Uh, yeah, that was a bad call, uh, but uh, let me go ahead and challenge this. Uh, let me challenge what's taking place here today. I'm not telling you to challenge God. Uh, I'm not telling you to question God, uh, but I am telling you right now, uh, don't accept uh, what's before you. Uh, don't accept what the enemy tells you. Uh, don't accept that this is the way that you always will be because my dad was like that my grandfather was like that uh, break the curse of alcohol break the curse of addiction uh, break the curse of loss uh, break the curse uh, of what is taking place uh, because I really believe uh, we come to a place of our lives well that's the way God made me you get to choose Get to choose what you want to do. The first thing that you have to understand is that when you begin to look at this, uh, I mean, Hezekiah and Isaiah, they were good buddies. I believe that that's what they were. They were good buddies. And that's, that's trippy to understand that he's coming to him of letting them know you're sick, you're going to die, and you're not going to recover. Well, gee, thanks. Gee, thanks, Jesse. Thanks. Where is your, your faith, Jesse? Come on. Really, Jesse? Come on. That's the way I would look at it. First thing that you have to understand is bringing your situation to God, you need to turn to God. Turn to God. In this time of verse 2, Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. How many are you turning your face to the wall and praying to God? Or are you turning your face to the situation, to the problem, to the negative reports, or what you see before you? See, some of us, we have turned our face the wrong way. We have made a detour where God is saying uh, I'm trying to teach you something here I'm trying to tell you uh, turn your position to me is anybody getting anything out of this thank you for the one and I'll preach to that one I came up here to understand, to let you know uh, it's, it's not just how it is. Uh, there is something good uh, that God is about to do in your life. Uh, and you have to come to a place of your life uh, where you can change the circumstance. Uh, not by your will, uh, but the power of God over your life. Uh, the prophet said, uh, I have to die. Uh, but every person, uh, every prophet uh, has a boss uh, have you ever been on a phone call uh, and you try to get fees reversed because you had an NSF uh, and the rep said uh, I can't do it uh, you had too many chances uh, and what do you say like I do uh, I said give me your boss uh, I want to speak to a supervisor uh, I want the supervisor to know uh, that I'm having a hard time uh, so I'm here today to tell you uh, if you don't feel uh, 
anything in your life, you go to the boss. You go to the supervisor. That is our heavenly father. You say, God, the devil told me this. The doctor told me that. But I don't believe it, God. I'm coming to you. I want an answer. And I want an answer now, God. Change the situation in my life. I love the fact that he wept bitterly. <laughs> wept bitterly but prayed faithfully. There's a difference. You can whip, you can, you know, cry bitterly and be bitter. I'm trying to let that sink in. Because we cry bitterly, and now we're bitter towards God. We're bitter towards the circumstance. We're bitter. But you could weep bitterly and cry bitterly, but you can pray faithfully and understand when you pray to God, when you pray to the heavenly gods, remember the Lord. He said, remember, Lord, I walked with you faithfully and wholeheartedly devoted my life to you. Can't you see that? I'm good Come on. Hallelujah. it means that when you're in that presence of God and you're in that presence of our heavenly father there is a protection over your life his presence is my protection and everywhere I go God is with me so I'm here today to tell you wherever you go you are walking in the presence of the Lord Hezekiah was a good king Hezekiah had a relationship with God and you have to understand this with Hezekiah that means that he was connected with God had a relationship with God he sought God he sought the Lord every morning, daily, a hundred times throughout the day. But I'm here today to tell you is that he was willing to ask God, add some more years ahead of me. I'm not done what you called me to do. I'm not done what's happening in my household. I'm not done in my ministry. I'm not done for what you have given me. So please, God... If you can add some more time to my life, let it be. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but you sound a little quiet out there. I know this is a Pentecostal speaking tongue church. So I'm not sure why either you fell asleep What I love about this is that the shadow, he begins to question the shadow. Because he begins to say, okay, you're going to recover me. I'm going to be healed. Hezekiah now wants a sign. 
It's like, okay, the prophet of Isaiah, he came to him and he said, okay, you're going to be healed. You're going to be okay. Now he gets a little bit more crazier. And it's like, I want a sign now. It's like, God, you know, I feel good. I want a full sign that my marriage is going to be restored. I want a full sign that everything is going to be good. I want a full sign that I'm going to be healed. I want a full sign. And I love how God works. You want a sign? You want going to tell me what to do? Then I'm going to go ahead and give you two options. Two options. Sun could go down, could go forward, or it can go backwards. I love how he challenges it. He knows exactly how the sun goes down. He knows exactly how the shadow goes. Uh, so he goes, I, I want the exact opposite. Uh, because I know I want to know that I know that I know uh, that I'm going to be healed. Uh, that I'm going to walk out of this bed. Uh, and that I'm going to go to the temple. Uh, I want to know that I know that you are with me. Uh, we know how we are, church. Uh, you want a sign from God. Uh, you're crying out for a prayer. Uh, you want a miracle right before your eyes. But I'm here today to tell you, uh, none of us in this room are Hezekiah. Like Hezekiah, he had a one-way speed dial to God because that's how close he was. There was an anointing behind it. He was connected to God. So if you want to call God, you better check yourself. You better look at everything in your life from the top of your head uh, to the soles of your feet uh, because I'm telling you folks uh, if you are challenging God uh, and challenging the process uh, oh you better be careful what you ask God to do uh, Hezekiah knew exactly the relationship he had with God what I love is that he didn't die God gave him 15 more years. So that tells me that things can change. I don't think you got it because I only got two amens. Uh, is that something took place in the atmosphere. Uh, he didn't die. Uh, he didn't give him three more thousand years. Uh, he gave him 15 more years. Uh, if God knows what he needs to know uh, and he knows the plan. Uh, he knows the plan uh, that he needs to, that we have for our lives. Uh, so he said uh, he's looking at Hezekiah. You need 15 more years. I'll give you 15 more years. So that tells me where he was about to die in verse 2, all of a sudden things change. He's healed. Things change in our lives. So I'm here today to tell you that anything is possible. Anything is possible for your life. All you got to do is believe, cry out to God, and shout to God. Stop being timid uh, of who you are uh, stop crying little prayers uh, we serve a big God uh, and ask God uh, for big questions uh, for big miracles uh, whoa where am I talking to in this place 
Sometimes you let things die too soon in your life. Sometimes you let your dreams die too soon. Sometimes you let relationships die too soon. Where God is saying to you, I'm right here. And sometimes you go through the breaking, but you don't get the benefits. Sometimes you go through the problems, but you don't get the access to the problem. But I'm here today to tell you and preach to you is that God does change things. He does miracles. Yes, it was in the Old Testament. It was in the Old Testament that he did it. But I'm here today to tell you it can happen now. If miracles happened back then, miracles can happen now. People that once struggled with sin They've seen things change. Things do change. Things do happen. And when you begin to understand is that our faith, you have to begin to understand the faith belief system of our lives. The faith that you have in God. See, as I preach this to you, I know exactly what he is going through. Not that I had boils, but I have understand of actually of understanding that the God that I serve is a miracle working God. I got five minutes. You're like, well, five. Everything you pray about in your lives could sometimes put a burden because you're not seeing the move of God. But I've learned this is that the life that we have and the life that we live today, sometimes we begin to go, is this the way it's supposed to be? Is this the way? Marriage is supposed to be. I'm here today to tell you, marriage is beautiful. Having kids is beautiful. Uh, Having a relationship with God is beautiful. You have to put all that into perspective. Uh, Just because you saw one bad marriage, uh, just because you saw one bad husband, uh, one bad wife, uh, that doesn't mean that they're all bad. Uh, God can bring healing. Uh, God can restore it. Uh, God can bring a healing in life. Uh, Some of us have given up in life. He begins to say, I want a sign. <laughs> I want a sign. He goes, in verse 11, he goes, okay, you, you, you need a sign. The shadow is going to go down forward, and it's going to go down. But as the guy's like, it always goes down. I mean, who are you fooling? It's going to go down anyways. So the way I want it to see is that I want the shadow to go back up the stairs. I want it to go exactly the opposite way. You see, because Hezekiah was no dummy. It's like, yes, I'm going to be healed. It's going to go down anyways, man. 
But I know the God. The God that I serve, the miracle-working God, uh, the awesome God that it is, uh, I'm going to go ahead uh, and throw in my flag. Uh, I want you to review it. Uh, I want you to review the play. Uh, I want you to review it uh, because something is about to happen. Uh, I want the sun. Uh, I want it to go backwards. Uh, and what does it do? It goes uh, in the direction uh, that he is in. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you uh, is that us as Christians, as us as believers, uh, we need to speak to the source. Uh, and the source is our heavenly God. Uh, the source is our heavenly Father. Uh, that's who we turn to. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden it says uh, in three days uh, you will be healed. Uh, if you fast forward, uh, I know uh, those words, uh, three days, uh, I I saw that happen in the New Testament. Uh, Jesus tells his disciples, uh, there will be a day uh, in our lives uh, where I will be taken away. Uh, they will hang me on the cross. Uh, they will crucify me. Uh, they will take me away. Uh, but Jesus said something uh, that we saw uh, in Hezekiah. There is something uh, that told me uh, that there is a resurrection uh, that is about to happen uh, on the third day Jesus resurrected from the grave and Hezekiah is promised with something in three days there's going to be a healing in three days so I'm here today to tell somebody there is a resurrection that is about to happen in your life there is a resurrection that is about to take place within your life if you only believe and you only trust God I'm here today to tell you uh, it's time for us to face God in the real atmosphere of where we're supposed to face see this scripture spoke to me loud and clear because I say it was I, I gotta say, it's almost his road dog. And this is something significant to understand because it'd be like someone in Churchville telling you, you'll be nothing. You messed up too many times. You failed too many times. You see, I know exactly what Hezekiah is going through because it, a lot of times it's not the world telling you to give up. Sometimes it's within. And Hezekiah, where is my piano player while I land this thing? Please. begins to cry out to God. What I love about the shadow, the shadow represents so much within our lives. There he is. See the shadow? See the shadow? My dad was a, 
a boxer and references to shadow boxing. Shadow boxing teaches you something in your, your, your position. I really believe that Hezekiah, as he was beginning to challenge himself of, of what Isaiah was telling him, this is going to happen. As I warned you a little while ago, he knows that it's going to go down anyways. What is the main thing that I want you to get out of today? Don't accept what's right before you. Yes, I understand death is real. I understand that there are times that healing doesn't take place. I understand those things happen. I get it. But that is between God and that person. If God wants to take you, God wants to take you. But don't accept it. Let me close with this. It's because it was so... I walked out blessed. Shared with you many times that I have a chronic illness, a skin disease called scleroderma, and, and if you study it, it, it's, it deforms the, the deformity of your, your face. It, it's, it, it, it does things. I saw my new doctor today, new provider, and we were talking and we were sharing uh, you know, all, all the things, because it's a new doctor, never seen him before, and I'm just giving him all, all of the things, and I told him, yes, I'm overweight, I know. And he goes, no, you're not overweight, you're just husky. I said, oh, thank you, I love you, you're my new doctor. Amen. I said, we're going to get along really good. But the moment that I told him, I said, I lived with scleroderma since the age of 13. He looks at me and he goes... Ain't nothing wrong with you. He said, you sure? I said, oh, I know I'm sure. But I know a God that I cried to when it was there. I cried out to God, please don't ever attack me. Don't ever let it get to me. I knew what I was preaching on. I said, now I know what Hezekiah prayed out to don't take my life don't end it too soon God has added years upon years upon my life and God added 15 years to Hezekiah so that marriage that you think that's about to end, God can add another 15 more years to it. That problem child, God can give you anointing over that children. As we stand to our feet, what have you been crying out to? Maybe you're crying to the wrong wall. Maybe you're crying to the wrong wall and God is telling us let's face our face to a different position. Cry out to me. Come to me.
and I can change all things. See, I want you to realize something that this scripture is so powerful because it gives us something of what God can do in our lives. Literally. He can change the atmosphere. He can change the situation that you're in. He can change it. Just like a ball game could be changed. God is looking at the replay. Not the replay of what you think, but God is doing the replay of your life, your faith, your obedience, how you trust him. He looks back and goes, ha ha. I got you, my son. I see your cry. I see you. How are we weeping to God? I believe that there are some in this room today. We're weeping. But are we weeping in the right direction of God? And this evening, I'm going to challenge you that you just get out of your chair and you come and weep at this altar.